Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. I am your host, Mike Jokum. Shannon joins me, and Hi. we are going. Hi, we are going to do a Road to Indie kind of mini award show. Admittedly, especially the first half of the year, I didn't catch all the races, so this is going to be our best effort at it. Thanks to Toby <laughs> Sowery for the suggestion and for texting me some ideas on a couple different categories to put in there that weren't from the IndyCar ones. So, Shannon, how are we? We're good. How are we? how are you? I'm lovely. I'm I'm enjoying this because you know when when we recorded the main the other IndyCar episode this week, Justin and Matt proceeded to dump all over me for the first like 7 minutes of the episode and it was painful. It was really it was really hurtful. Do I need to do that so that you f- feel like you're in the same spot? No. Or <laughs> no. Are you no. sure? Like, do, well played. Do you feel like um, you're not getting the razzing you normally do since Hickey's not here? I mean, I can do that for you. I don't mind. I don't <laughs> mind good it. good at that. <laughs> no, I know. I know you are. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with a trivia question first. And I didn't oh, tell you. Of course you are. You're like, this. I'm getting past this. <laughs> yep. We're going to keep moving on here. There is one IndyCar driver in the past. De- there is one Indy Lights champion in the past decade that has not gone on to IndyCar. Can you name him or the year? We just went over these. <laughs> yes, we did. We did talk about this. I think in the Airbnb with Frenchie uh, in St. Louis. But if I'm are not mistaken, you, it doesn't count if he was the 2019 champ, right? Because you're saying that he came in in 2021. Correct. You're not counting that. Correct. Okay, so tell me the question again. <laughs> the in the last decade, there is only one Indy Lights champion that did not go to IndyCar. And don't Google; I see you typing. <laughs> this is criminal levels of cheating right now. So your answer is immediately null and void. I don't. I'm, none of the all of these that I that, listen. It didn't come up with anything. Okay, <laughs> didn't get an answer. You're, you're cheating. <laughs> Your cheating didn't even work. That's My almost impressive. failed. <laughs> That's almost impressive. Uh, can I have like a list? <laughs> no, because it would give it away. So I'm uh, going to give you the answer here. Okay, it's all right. Jean-Carl Vernet from 2010. Homie, like I was going to get that. I thought, well, that was the point. I had to make myself feel a little better. Did you Google the answer though? Like, or did Frenchie give it to you because he's the end all be all of like all the knowledge things? Yeah, no, he did not. Uh, I, I, I did Google it, but I, I have looked that up before because I've given that trivia question in episodes before you were part of the crew. That's totally unfair. I, nobody said it had to be fair. <sighs> I am, I, I, I am host you, Mike. I do get to make the rules. Now we know why Hickey gives you so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do some awards. Uh huh. Go ahead. First up, team of the and and just for everybody wondering, this can be for any of the three Road to Indy series. We're not going to go through each of the three series because we'll be here for like five hours and it's almost nine p.m. So I don't think either of us want to be up till two a.m. So, Shannon, your team of the year across any level. Uh, Andretti. Okay, I am going to take Jay Howard. Continue. Continue. Oh, I know. I stole I I thought you were going to go with Jay Howard because you know Jay so well but I do know Jay but but I mean like I mean Andretti really was really good right Jay 
Can see this is why I wanted to do it in tears. So you could have well, them each. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Jay has it's fine. Move along, host. Okay. Wow. Andretti <laughs> J. Howard, driver of the year. I mean, is this I I'm going with David Mac Mount really? Really? Oh, I'm going oh. with Baby Mac. <laughs> okay. She's going with David Malukas. Very God. well very well done. Hmm. I'm going to take a slightly different one here. He was not the series champion, but Indy Pro 2000, Braden Eves comes back from a massive back or neck injury at the end of last year. So I'll take Braden Eves. He finished P2 in the standings from Christian Rasmussen, about 38 points back, but kept it right down there until the second to last race of the year, really the last race of the year. So... We've got that out of the way with... Okay, now now we're going to start throwing some shade on some people here. This is my favorite part. Yeah, and there's... This one, I... I there's some obvious answers, and there's some... I don't... I don't we'll, we'll go with disappointing team first. Can you go first this time? Yeah, sure. I am going to take Carlin no, Motorsports, or Carlin Racing, whatever, whatever it is. Do we have so, to have different opinions? Yes, we do, ma'am. <gasps> eh. No, we we don't. If if you can if you can convince me, there's no because there's another another team. You know what? We'll put this one on on. Maybe we'll put this one on Twitter. I don't know. Carlin apparently really likes to block people, so oh, really? maybe maybe we won't. We yes, not give them you, you can listen. You can listen to that. Just uh, Justin's and the New Track Record podcast are blocked by Carlin for questioning why they didn't announced their IndyCar driver until like right before the season. Okay. So Which is a fair I question. I am also I'll I'll give you another option here and you tell me which one you think is worse and, and we'll we'll come to a joint conclusion on this okay. one. Okay. So my other so Carlin comes back to Indy Lights after being pretty good in Indy Lights when they were in Indy Lights before. And so there you kind of expected him to be better. Alex Peroni was half decent for the first two thirds of the year but was never really in contention. My other team is Junkos, who is typically a powerhouse in Indy Lights, and, I mean, was really nowhere to be found most of the year, like, until the last two races, really. So I know I know there was a lot of turnover within the Junkos yeah. engineering department, but if you were going to pick between those two, who would you pick? If I was going to pick between the two, I'll go with Yunkos. Okay, I will make note of that here. All right, we're going to go. And, okay, so let's see here. Yunkos, all right, disappointing driver. Does it have to be... You don't care which series? Don't care which series. Don't even care if he wasn't full-time. That's what's going to be my next question. You answer <laughs> first. I want to know who you have because I don't want to have the same answers. Okay, I am going to go. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna go. If you're gonna go with painful. Toby, I'm gonna be mad at you. No, I'm not if gonna you... go with Toby. I wouldn't do okay. that to Toby. Okay. I... <laughs> well, you said this is painful, and so I didn't know. Yeah, no, that that's totally fair. I'm I'm gonna go with. I don't even know, honestly. I haven't. I don't have it in front of me right now, and I know he didn't finish the season. But Colin Kaminsky, who was with Paps, I believe, who. You know, Hunter McElray finished third in the standings for. He's been pretty good the last couple years, and this year he was buried all the way down in thirteenth and 
in the standings below some guys who like Enam Ahmed who didn't compete in in the middle chunk of the season. So don't know what don't know what happened funding wise, but I was disappointed because I I thought he would. I thought you know he's he's very good friends with teammate Hunter McElroy, and I thought he would be better than than thirteenth in the standings. That's fair. I hold on. I'm going here for one second because I want to make sure I'm not going to make a stupid call. <laughs> That's fair. And I can... I'm not. That's fair. Okay. Um, my my disappointment is Robert McGinnis. Oh, Robert. I know, and I really like him. That's why I'm disappointed. Yeah, I. I just wanted so, so gonna, much more out of it. We're we're gonna go on a tangent here for a second oh, because Indy Lights drivers expressed that the Cooper tires this year weren't as trustworthy as they normally are. So while yes. I don't think necessarily McGinnis was going to beat Kyle Kirkwood because I don't think anybody can beat Kyle Kirkwood other than Malukas, but. I wonder how much that played into like McGinnis's finish, Toby Sowery, like some of those guys in Indy like like Robert McGinnis wasn't an Indy Lights rookie. Oh, I know. So it was so yeah. confusing to see how uncompetitive he was most well, of the year. He definitely said that to us in Gateway that he was yes. super unsure about the tires and and I think everybody was kind of like just tiptoeing around that. So in fairness, right? Like, I, I don't know that it's all his fault. I, just the same way that I wouldn't attribute, like, team management. It's not the driver's fault themselves, but it is still disappointing that they didn't get the finishes that they probably could have. Yeah, I agree there. My disappointing driver is McGinnis. Not because I'm disappointed in him. I'm just disappointed in, in how it all went down for him. How's that? Yes. Okay. There you go. Respect. There you go. All right, we're going to go... Not necessarily racing related here, but what <laughs> the the we're gonna call this like the like one of those like things you would see in like a, a high school yearbook, like most likely. So most likely to become an actor instead of a driver. That would be Francesco. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have any reasoning behind that? He looks like he could be an actor, <laughs> but he always looks like he's gonna play the villain, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. All right. I dig it. I am going to go with Hunter Hunter McElroy. He looks like it'd be like Australian James Bond. Like he's like six four. What? Like, yeah, he's, no. he's got that like dashing look. I don't know about that. Have you seen him before? <laughs> I have. I have. I have interviewed him, and I, he's like a foot taller than me. Yeah, but that doesn't make him it. Okay, all right. You do you. You do Nobody- you. But I disagree. <laughs> Nobody said I had to provide logic in this. This question is illogical to begin with. Uh, this is fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. So, so you you stole my answer on this next one here, which is I really did? annoying. But yes, I mean uh, it's the only answer you wrote down in the in the note beforehand. Oh yeah, because it's the only answer I was sure of. <laughs> the most likely to make the jump, and this could be any level. Despite not winning the championship, you had... I had David Malukas. Yes, fair. I, I'm i going to go with, uh, again, I'm, on this one, I'm going to go with Hunter McElroy. Finished P3 in the... You were standing Indi- him today. <laughs> you, did you join the fan club over the weekend? He's, he's a nice gentleman. <laughs> Just curious. I've never heard you say his name so many times as I have today. 
I've only said it twice. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. No, I feel threatened by this. I don't like it as much. So I'm going to go Hunter McElroy. You should see the way I, I spelled his name. I spelled his name twice. <laughs> that is not right on, on, either and way. Is, yeah, I'm just like typing random letters at this point. So, okay, we've got a couple more here. Then we're going to go on. We're going to talk a little Road to Indy. And by the way, for those listening, Shannon and I be doing more Road to Indy pretty much every month from here on out. And got a big round of applause from the Road to Indy team when I brought this idea up. But let's see here. The biggest surprise of the 2021 Road to Indy season. The biggest surprise? Yes, ma'am. That we got to have a season? Uh, I, does it matter? Like, I would say the biggest surprise at the end is that um, Penske's taking over Indy Lights again. Oh, that's a good one. I'm also very mad at you. Why? Because I wanted to take that. Okay, so I am going to go. <laughs> you can't be mad at that. Yeah, I am going to go with the fact that the Indy Lights Championship was so damn close all year when a lot of people thought Kyle Kirkwood was going to just wipe the floor with everybody. So hats off to Malukas for keeping it very close. Your fan favorite driver of 2021. Fan favorite is, is Kyle Kirkwood. Everybody's cheering for him and everyone wants him to go to IndyCar. He's got to be a fan favorite. Yeah. I. You hate that answer. No, it's the right answer. Because you're, <laughs> you're not that? wrong. But it was the right answer. What? I didn't say you were right. I just said it was the right answer. You said I wasn't wrong, though. Just just to clarify. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to agree with you on this one. I don't think there's really a driver that's been so... Uh, I don't want to say hyped up, but so... Everybody is pulling for him to be an IndyCar next year, like Kirkwood has right now. And I, you, you could make a case for Braden Neves coming back from the injury because he has a ton of fans. But I think Kirkwood's fandom is is just on a on a much higher level than that. So, yeah, I'll 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 give you Kirkwood on this one. I don't think there's anything to argue. All right, we've got two more. We have police it's driving sirens. by. Yes, we have police driving by my house as we as, as we record. Just Are they coming? Compiled. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not too. I don't know how to edit this. Yeah, that's really the worst part of podcasting is, is editing. <laughs> I would love for one of you four to take on editing for a week and see how exhausting it is. Just Hi, a week. We appreciate you. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minter Dial, a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning, or have never even heard of paddle, or padel, as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with the Pro Tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime and fiction. 
To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Right on. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's see here. Funniest interview moment of 2021. That's kind of unfair because I didn't get in on a lot of the other um, interviews. I mean, I think I only interviewed three drivers. Stingray Rob, Kyle, and David. So... To have a moment. If I was gonna have a moment, it would be Kyle and his shoe uh, superstition. If that's if I get a moment, that's it. All right. Well, I'm going to go with when Lucas called me a psychopath for listening to metal before I went to bed before I go to sleep. Oh yeah, wow. that's he's not wrong. That's that's hurtful. It's, it's still not wrong. Yes. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Okay. okay, we got one more. We're gonna go off topic on this one, and you know, quick shout out to all of the Road to Indy drivers, teams, crew, personnel, Diane Swintel, and everybody oh, who runs the Road. To- yes, me too. I miss Diane already. Who helps us, you know, get what we need every year and sets up all these interviews and all that fun stuff. So most likely to pull a prank on one of their teammates. So because I have history in the best way possible with Mr. J. Howard, <laughs> I do know his pranking abilities are top notch. So I'm going with Jay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't specify you didn't driver. You didn't be a driver. You just said his yeah. teammates. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Oh well. boy. I am going to go with. Oh no, I really don't know now. I'm going to go with Robert McGinnis. I think he's a pretty funny dude, and I think he would be all up for the pranking. Do you think my answer is half decent there? Who did you say again? Oh, you said Jay. I said Jay. I'm good with it. I bet McGinnis has some tricks up his sleeve. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Okay, well, although I think unassumingly. Stingray probably probably is a good prankster because nobody also thinks he's going to do anything. So I bet he has some good, but he has some good ones. That's a great point because I was going to pick Stingray just for something different. And then I was like, no, nah, he's way too nice. Yeah, he's way too nice, which means he's probably really good at pranking people. He's yeah. very unassuming. You're not wrong. I know. Okay. That's twice. All right fans if we're listening that he's told me i was right this episode <sighs> all right well on that note road to indie oh i i know there's there's one more i want to add in there and there may not be a this if, if you don't have an answer for this one it's okay because i didn't write it down your pass of the year oh that 
that's really unfair, but I'm pretty sure there was a really badass pass between Kirkwood and the Lucas at Gateway. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there? I'm pretty sure you were right. Oval passes are my favorite in any series. So I'm going to go with that. But I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what lap by any means. I'm going to go with the winning pass for Miles Rowe at New Jersey Motorsports Park, which is an almost impossible track to pass at. And the man got it done and, and got his first career USF 2000 win for Force in India and their first win. So I will go with that. And yeah, so obviously no New Jersey Motorsports Park in 2021 or 2022. Sorry, but the schedule looks great. Obviously, there's no Freedom 100 for Indy Lights, and everybody will be sad about that. We will hear but, that for months. I know. We will. I I understand the reason. So, right now, we have Indy Lights under IndyCar control for 2021. And like I mentioned the other day, they have a new competition director in Levi Jones, who comes from the USAC world. What do you think is going to be the biggest benefit of Indy Lights being under IndyCar control for the foreseeable future. I hope that more, I don't want to say marketing, but I, but it, it is marketing. I just hope that more people know about the races and more people attend and that maybe there is more for fans to do at the tracks when it's just kind of solely RTI sometimes and not IndyCar um, with them. Because I know like New Jersey, right? We don't go there. I just think that not enough, there's not enough hype around it. So I hope that there is more hype around it so that people do learn these drivers because in the end, the point is for them to come to IndyCar. So the point is to find yourself somebody you can follow for a couple of years throughout their career, right, as a fan. So um, I think that that is something that we can look forward to with Penske, I hope. Really angry because that's exactly what I was going to say. Stop lying. <laughs> this time I'm not lying. This I, time. <laughs> listen, don't give yourself too much credit. That's a great idea. And we're both smart people. Mm. I'm going to, I mean, maybe you more than me, as many would say, but nonetheless, I will agree there. And I don't really have a backup option. Because as you were saying that, I was trying to think of a backup option. That I really still had nothing. So, <laughs> so pit lane parlay fans, my name is Shannon McBride. I'm the host of this podcast. Well, if you're the host, that means you have to edit too. Oh, shit! I take it back. I'll take. I'll go back to my yeah. co-host. I'll go back to my co-host standings. That's right. That's right. Anyway, well, we'll wrap it up there, guys. Thank you, everybody, for following along to the content all year we'll be back with hmd content again next year for the road to indy possibly another team that's still being figured out and we'll be back to another road to indy monthly episode again probably sometime after the chris griffiths test which i should be at shannon should be at might be at that's the plan at least one okay so yeah, and that's all I got. Shannon, thank you for joining. Thanks I had fun. I hope you had fun. Always, always fun. Ladies and gentlemen, have a lovely weekend. Bye. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? 
I mean really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.